0: Why does it have to be a passing offense in the first place? Yeah, I know what decade it is. But I also know that there have been teams that have set themselves up to be run heavy and have gotten away with it. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer up daily shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. If you think about the constitution of the AFC North alone, you've got yourself one offense that everybody wants to have, and that's Cincinnati's because they have the star glamour quarterback. But you've also got Cleveland that focuses way more on the run, as the Browns should with Nick Chubb back there, And you've got the Ravens, who very recently were flooring the rest of the league with a run-heavy offense, the likes of which, as Jim Harbaugh was happy to remind everyone, no one had ever seen. So you had half the division focused on the run. If you look around at the rest of the league, it's not common, but it exists. Tennessee stands out. In this regard, why? Because they got themselves a Derrick Henry. Not everybody has a Derrick Henry, but the Titans do. The Colts have a running back. Everyone believes in that running back. Jonathan Taylor might actually be better than Derrick Henry, and I don't say that lightly. The Colts are a team that's pretty much ready to jettison Carson Wentz. Actually, rewinding here a bit, I'm not so sure. The Titans wouldn't feel the same way about Ryan Tannehill. Both of those teams will remain rooted in the run. Why? For the most part, it's because they already have exceptional running backs. They already have the hardest single part to find in that equation. Which brings me to the Steelers and, of course, the accompanying sigh, because it's not that simple. We did see signs from Najee Harris over his rookie season. We saw real encouragement, especially later on. And I would stress here, in fairness to the kid, that the fact that we saw that coming so much later in the year is encouraging in and of itself because it shows you he could handle the wear and tear of a season unlike any he'd had to deal with in his life playing 18 total games. We also saw him deal with and improve upon some of his own shortcomings. He'd see a hole and of constantly waiting on it. He'd start nailing it. He'd start going through it. But more than anything, way at the top of Najee's list, we saw him overcoming an offensive line that had absolutely no idea what it was doing. But what if the offensive line had some idea of what it was doing. And what if the offense, as it's set up right now, were still missing wide receivers, the way we discussed on the show yesterday. And if it were still missing a top-shelf quarterback, as it almost certainly will be, why not just focus on what you've got and build up the offensive line, first for the run, then for the pass? The Steelers need an offensive line one way or the other, right? Well, they've got some pieces, I believe, at least a couple of pieces that you could put into place and have a decent run-blocking line. Anyone who's played the position, probably at any level, meaning offensive line, will attest that run-blocking is a lot easier not physically, but mentally. Because all you got to do, see your guy, hit your guy, knock him on their rear end. I mean, there's a lot more to it than that. But that's the essence of it. It's not about crossing over and pulling and mixing and matching or zoning or whatever else. It's just, here's me, here's you, and there's you on your wallet. I remember when Kevin Dotson was inserted as a starter in 2020 when Matt Filer got hurt. And he was spectacular. Everybody was singing about him. Know why? All he was doing was run blocking. Nobody overcomplicated anything for him. They were afraid to overload him with information. This past summer comes along. There's a whole bunch of young offensive linemen in hand. And they decided that was the time to get all intricate. And you saw the results. But if you teach these guys to run block, if you keep it basic and you get some results and you get Najee more than, you know, 1.5 yards per carry, then you've got something. You've got something that allows you to utilize your offense with at least one component of confidence. You've got something that utilizes the first-round pick that you made in 2021. You've got something that gives a break to whoever your quarterback is. If you think back over Mason Rudolph's starts in the NFL, ask yourself how often he was accompanied by a really solid running game. I actually... As I say that out loud here, I wouldn't mind sitting down and doing the research because I just kind of blurted that out. But I'll bet it's not great. I'll bet you've never seen him operating within a sound running game that backs the safeties off a little bit, that gets uh, opposing defenses to be a little bit more honest instead of just being able to load all their guns and aim in his direction. I think this idea is worth exploring. I am not coming close to suggesting it would be easy. I am not anywhere near saying this current offensive line could pull that off. What I am saying is that it might benefit everyone if this were the focus. This team is still going to go absolutely nowhere with a running attack that's in the bottom three of the league. That's where it was in 2020. That's where it was again in 2021, even with Najee going to the Pro Bowl. Why skip ahead to try to solve another problem before you've solved the first? When we come back, just one question. for the past 15 years, and yes, that is a real thing. The super lawyer designation is reserved for the top 5% of all attorneys in Pennsylvania. Learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. And today's J1Q comes from Jeff Butler, who asks DK any word on David DeCastro and whether he's officially retiring. Looking back, he was a historically great Steelers lineman. It would be a shame for him to not get a proper sendoff. Uh, I'm with you on all of that, Jeff. I have immense respect for what Dave achieved in the league. He was a legit all-pro multiple times. He was a force through whom an offense could run, and I'm underlining the word run, given the first segment that we just had, but also really, really smart, a uh, uh, Cerebral player. Uh, Most offensive linemen are that. At least the good ones. Uh, Dave took it to another level. Really good dude too. Just one of my favorite people to be around. I've missed him myself. That said. Everything that I have heard. From that side and from people who know Dave. Strongly suggests. Overwhelmingly suggests. That he's done. Uh, He had When he was shelved, going back to last summer, he had a significant. He also had troubles with a knee. He had troubles with an abdominal pull. Um, There comes a point, any athlete will tell you, where they get enough signals that they know it's time. Uh, That position does not lend itself to hanging around for very long. For every Andrew Whitworth who could stand up there the way he did in Los Angeles last week and say, I'm 40 years old. For every one of him, there's a million of everyone else. It's a grueling, demanding, punishing job. I don't see Dave coming back. I don't see him being an option. And you know what else? As long as we're at it, because other names come up occasionally, do you think so-and-so could come back? Uh, this guy or that guy from the Steelers past, and I don't. I don't. I say this with immense respect uh, for all of these guys, but that group had its run. And even by the time they were on their last leg in 2019, they knew they were done, even the great Marquise Pouncey. So no, I I don't see something like that happening. I I think what you're going to see, though, is a continuing attempt to work with the guys that they've had and trusted. At least they trusted to an extent. There's every indication from Mike Tomlin that he's not about to give up, for example, on Dan Moore or Kevin Dotson or even Kendrick Green. Kendrick Green, have you seen the picture of him circulating on social media? He's working out with Pouncey. And Pouncey's Working with him in terms of trying to teach him how to play center. Now, don't get me started on when that should have happened initially before handing the kid Marquise's number. And at right tackle, you've got to make a tough choice. I think in terms of whether or not you want to approach Chukwukorfor and try to keep him. And at right guard, I just don't believe there's an answer in any form internally. You're not going to bring. Trey Turner back. So you got to go out and get somebody. You're going to have to spend. This goes back to what I talked about in the opening segment. None of this is going to be a magic wand and declare yourself a running team and then just go ahead and do it. You're going to have to build it. And you got to build it. Up front. That's a process that should have begun with a lot more urgency last summer. Now they went and paid the price for it. Going to have to do a lot better this time around. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. And we'll be back with another one on Monday.